Hey everybody, welcome to Sideline with the Cooks. I'm Erica and this is my mama. I'm Valerie. How's everyone doing this evening? And we're here to talk about sports. Yay! Um, I want to apologize in advance if at any point this just turns into a venting session about the Titans and or Grizzlies. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think we're going to vent this week. No, we don't have very much to vent about this week. Well then, let's go ahead and jump right on into it. We'll start with our highlights and violations of the week. So, Mama, what is your oh, sorry? What is your highlight? Start with the good stuff. Well, I'm just you know, it was uh, this past week. You just been watching all the NBA games, so that's just my highlight because it's NBA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's along the same lines. Um, the other night, the Grizzlies got their first win of the season on a buzzer beater in overtime against the Nets. That was the play of the day here on the local news station. Oh, yeah, because, mm-hmm. I mean, John Moran, I think he scored maybe 30, 30, mm-hmm. 30 that game. So, and got uh, – um, Block the shot to send it in to overtime, and, and then go and get the assist for the game winner. So, so that's pretty incredible. John Morant is off to a a great wonder, start. Yeah, wonderful start. I was impressed with him. There, well, the whole team kind of shocked me to be honest, but I I was impressed, even though they lost that first game. Yeah, that I watched, but I was just impressed with the play. This is a very young team, up and coming. I could see some things happening in the future. Yeah. So, yeah, I think the Grizzlies are running one and two right now, and they're playing again tonight against the Lakers. Um, Don't think we're going to win that one, but I will try my best to stay up and watch that one. I know that's right. (laughs) (laughs) Stay up and watch it. (laughs) I'll try my best to stay up and watch it. Right. Um, Well. These, these late games. It wasn't that bad when I was living in the central time zone, but now. Right, right, second right. Second game don't start till 1030. I'm just struggling to stay awake. Right, right. But hopefully we'll see how tonight goes. Um, I mean, I think it'd be a good chance to, I mean, just see more from, from John Morant and um, Jaron Jackson Jr. So. Right. I was impressed. And uh, the guy from the Wizards, I, of course, like I said, there was so much going on during the summer. I didn't even know they had gotten rid of. Is it the Wizards or what's where did Crowder come from? Oh man, he got traded a couple of times last season. Okay, um, well, I didn't know. I think his last his last team was in the, was with the Jazz. Oh, okay. That that that's what I see in my head. Okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was great. Um, I've so always mom, liked him. Yeah, yeah. He's always been a good, a very good, like. Uh, role, I want to call him a role player, but you know, he's not a superstar, but he's definitely like very good at, at what he does, right? So, let's go ahead and move on to violations for this week. Mom, what's your violation this week? This is gonna be kind of petty, okay? I'm here for the petty. <laughs> well, and and this. Something going around social media about LeBron James and his wig falling <laughs> off I think that is so petty. I don't know what to do. 
Um, at the same time, he got. Go ahead. <laughs> at the same time, I mean, I've just heard it's a wig, it's spray on. I, I guess I've never paid attention to his head. Um, you know, if if there's photos and you watch videos, there there's definitely been a change to his hairline up front over the years. And this year, in last season, it's looking a lot stronger than it has in the past. Okay. Um, Who's looking at him that hard? I mean, when you're in front of the cameras all the time. Well, I guess guess I'm just not paying attention. But to, I mean, I think that's just, you know, it may be just the thing within the black community. We watch, we, we, we look at people's hair. Okay. And well, that's that's my vibe. I think it's pretty petty, and and I said, and I'm not gonna, and I was like, well, I'm not gonna um, try to see if it's for real or not, because I mean, social media is social media, you know, it ain't the gospel. Let me just put it that way. You know, if I I love LeBron, but I do think you know it's time for him to just let let it go. Okay. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm all for it. Just let it go. Don't hold on to it. Because you look, just me personally, I feel like you look worse trying to hold on to it than if you just right, let it go right, and just right. shave it bald. Right, right. But, you know, he, as petty as it is, it doesn't take away from anything from him as a person and what he means and, you know, to basketball and to the community and all, you know, all the philanthropy that he does. But I, he thin in, in the back. You know, it's clearly a piece he got in the front. It's, you know, it's okay to just, it's okay to let it go. Okay, okay. And if I'm you're not, sorry. if you're not going to let it go, I, I just feel like LeBron has enough money to invest in a really good piece. Well, now, 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 if come we, up during okay, games. now, now, now that, that I will agree. You, if you're going to do that. Go all the way. Just don't go half stepping. Go all yeah. the way. But so that I'm was just... my violation because I thought it was ugly. And then it had me looking and I said, no. And then it had me quick, you know, and I just said, I got to stop this. This is ridiculous. I'll have to get together some photos for you to to show you. There, There's definitely been a difference in his hair in in the past few years, which is it's nothing wrong with that. But if you, like you said, if you're going to go and get a piece, you, it need to be a good one. One that, that that don't fly away during games. Okay. Okay. So that that, that was my violation. I, I, I thought that was just really petty. But, yeah, I understand. But the, I will say, as petty as it is, it's not like we only talk about LeBron and his hair. We talk about pretty much anybody and their hair. Okay, go ahead. Even I'm, people who even people who aren't celebrities, you could just be out in, at the grocery store and you'll see something and you be like, you you just need to let it go, bro. You're right. You're right. You're right. You you got some family members. You had a family member that. I, exactly. We all knew we, that it was time. <laughs> he just he, he wouldn't. God bless his soul. Right. Okay. So I just think, but you know, in that moment, as petty as it may have been, I thought that. We saw a a moment of recognition from Anthony Davis and how good of a teammate that he is. 
Well, to some let of him, the, well, to let him know, what hey, caught my hey, bro, eye is your they hair. had a cat. They had they had the picture where it looked like Anthony Davis was messing with him or making fun of him. But oh. then I saw another. See, it was just too much. That's just a, that's my violation of the week. So yeah, the I'm video, violated. the video that I saw, it, it, I don't think he was Anthony Davis wasn't poking fun at him, but it was also like lighthearted. Like he was smiling. He was smiling. He wasn't laughing. Like, you know, he tried to be discreet about mm-hmm. it. You know, hey, hey, your hair, your hair. Okay. Talking about your hair. It, it wasn't. But, you know, I think that's a sign of a good teammate. You know, your real friends tell you when you slip. Yeah, they do. I just, I, I just, out of everything that's going on, it's the <laughs> opening week of the NBA. And then it's me. I'm feeling like a big dummy. I'm like, ooh, he's had a wig all these years. And then somebody said, no, he's had some spray on. I said, spray on? Yeah. And I was like, oh, my goodness. This is just too much. It's just I think too much. He, I think he went from the spray to just kind of letting it be to, to now he got the piece. Okay. Well, so, so I'll I don't get, know I'll how you're going to play ball in a piece unless you just I, go that's all what I'm the saying. way. You got to get a good one. Sweat and never mind. Let's, let's just end this because this is blowing my mind. <laughs> Woo, I bet you he didn't want nobody to know he had hair. I mean, we we know we know we're not we not stu- we not stupid. Mm-hmm. We know if it was LeBron, we would know if it's just Joe Blow off the street. We know at this point, we've seen enough good and bad to know. Okay, well, like I said, that was a violation. I know that wasn't petty, and it wasn't sports. It's just that was just I, I that's just a violation. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Well, my violation this week also comes from the NBA, and it's DeAndre Ayton from the Suns. I think it's his what, second year. He's a rookie, rookie last year. So, yeah, it's his sophomore season. He's uh, been handed a 25-game suspension for failing a drug test. Why is that um, a violation for you? Because um, um, he – I think he was a very integral part to the Suns this year and him missing 25 games could just absolutely derail what it is that the Suns are trying to do mm-hmm. this season. Granted, I don't think they're going to be a playoff team or make any noise, but but it's part of like building a culture mm-hmm. and having a core grow together and him missing 25 games. That's a quarter of the season okay. for, you know, a failed drug test. Well, they shouldn't have been doing the drugs. Also, also true. Okay. So, I think he this is going to go to arbitration and and you know maybe an appeal of the suspension because he you know is saying that you know I just he's taking full responsibility but he's just saying I didn't you know I put something in my body that I didn't know what it was but of course what he tested positive for was a diuretic which typically is used to help you lose weight or water yes in certain um, instances but. Most people, when it comes to drug testing, you go get your diuretic to clean out your system. You're that too. So something else you did won't show up. Okay. Well, <laughs> well, that's why when you take they can take the drug test now can detect you even trying to alter what's going on. Right, and that's and that's basically what happened here. If we don't we don't know, you know, the whole story, but in most cases, when a drug test picks up you know, a diuretic or whatever you did, try, try to alter to keep them from picking up, you know, 
whatever else may might have been in your system. So that's unfortunate for him because, um, of course, with these suspensions, he's not going to get paid. I heard it was something like he's going to miss out on like $2 million of his salary this season. Oh, Lord. That's a and, lot of money. Yeah, it's a lot of money. And then just overall, what it what it will do for the team with him not being, you know, not being out there. Um, so that was, that was my violation for the week. Okay, well. Yeah, not as fun as yours, but still. Okay. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I couldn't help it, Erica. I, I started yeah. to call you when I in the, the stuff. <laughs> yeah. I said, no, I'll just say it. Yeah, you know, I, it is what it is. You just need to let it go. Um, let's go ahead and move on to our headlines of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll just start with a rundown of week week eight in the NFL. Um, first things first, our Titans got another W, beat the Buccaneers, um, 27-23. Mm-hmm. Um, Jameis Winston definitely helped us out <laughs> with, was it three or four turnovers? Um, I think it was three. Okay. I'm going to be, not, I'm gonna be nice and just two. say three. Okay, I saw two. Instead so. of four. But of course, you know, Tannehill gets it's the start again. Mm-hmm. And goes and throws three touchdowns. So the offense is looked at. All of a sudden, the offense is unclogged. Um, mm. So, of course, there's, you know. Now, I, you know they had to come back to win that game, don't you? Yeah. Okay. But still, it happened. The comeback was made. It was. We, we actually, the offense actually scored. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um. I My man still got some negative yards, don't he? Probably. Okay. But I'm um, still I'm, that line. They got to do better. That's all I'm going to say. I agree. I agree. So in in um in Tannehill having so much success, um, I think at least for me, I I think we probably saw the last of Marcus Mariota for the Titans. You know what? It's been a lot of talk here in Nashville. They've thrown Tom Brady's name around. There's just all kinds of stuff going on. Yeah. Which is very disturbing to me. But anyway, why can't we just keep Mariota as the backup? Just a question. Um, cause I I just don't I just don't see how that will work. And honestly at this point I don't think I I can't say either way whether Mariota is a good or bad quarterback, but I I do think I would. Oh, let me say this: I would not be surprised if he ends up in a starting position for a different team and things go a lot better for him. And and that's going to be the sad part. Now, the flip side to that for me is he's had too many coaches. Number yep. one, yep. You know, from head coach to quarterback coach to offensive coach and all of that. So that that was a lot. But yeah. at the same time, he sh- should have taken something from each one of them to build yeah. his skill set. 
I agree. I just feel like he'll end up with at on some team next season that's more stable that has you know a, a culture that has um, instead you know, of him coming see they thought he was going to be the end all number one and instead of just grooming him and right. prepping him right and and I and the only example that I can of is Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre Mm-hmm. So he didn't have a mentor, so to speak. Right. And, that, and which and when that sucks, but I, I think more teams are gonna kind of take the like Patrick Mahomes approach. Like Patrick Mahomes his first year, he didn't see the field. Mm-hmm. And you know, he finally becomes a starter and he, you know, comes out the gate blazing. Um and they're protecting him. I mean, they yeah. wouldn't let him play, even though he wanted to play the other day. They wouldn't let him play. Yeah. So, so I, I, it's a lot of things, I think, internal with the Titans. Yeah. Because, to be honest, have we had a successful quarterback since McNair? I would say no. No. <laughs> So again, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going after the head, the head honchos. Yeah, I just feel like Mariota is going to get to a more stable team. Well, a team that's and, not well, so I much in so, flux because he is a talented young man, and I hate yeah. for him to go down. Because actually, what I'm seeing is Vince Young. That's what I've seen. Even though they're two totally different players, Vince Young had a. a his own set of issues that were interfering with football, but yeah, I, I just like, think when it when uh, uh, so much is, um, it's not always the players' fault when they don't turn out to be what what we think they are coming out of the draft. But like so much of it is when you're dealing with young players, it's like the environment that they that they are are you know drafted to. So if you're Get end up, you know, on a team where there's constant change and, you know, trying to build culture and then you got someone else coming in and they want to do it differently. Exactly. So I don't think he's had a fair shot. I, I'm just going to go out and say, I don't think he's had a fair shot. Me either. And I, and I will not be surprised one bit if next season we see him, you know, in a starting position with a different team and thinks he's just so much more successful. Would not mm-hmm. surprise me. Um, but yeah, at least we got a win. So. Yeah, we got a win, but at what cost? I guess <laughs> this season, at what cost? Yeah. Um. Next, next, who do we have next? So the Saints beat the Cardinals, thirty-one to nine, and this was uh, Drew Brees' first game back after injuring his thumb. Like he had never been away. That's all I'm going to say. Like he had never been away. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, that's that's great for him to be able to come back and have such a, a great performance. But I, I also want to shout out Teddy Bridgewater for holding it down while Andre Brees was out. Exactly, because he did good. Yeah. Um, they hadn't lost the game the whole time that he was there. So, I mean, I'm glad, you know, Drew Brees is back. But I... I mean, I think the Saints kind of saw, hey, if we want to keep Teddy Bridgewater around going forward, because I mean, Drew Brees, he is getting older. See, that's the that's that's what I was referring to. 
with Mary. He didn't have that. And and I guess the perfect example is Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. I mean, you can't look at Aaron now, okay? Yeah. So that's all I'm gonna say. So I'm not gonna say anything else about this quarterback situation in Tennessee. Because <laughs> it's so. <laughs> yeah, we don't like it. Um, but yeah, exciting for Saints fans to have Drew Brees back. Drew Brees back. Hmm. Tongue twister there. Um, and to go out and beat the Cardinals, thirty-one to nine, and things just kind of pick up from right where they left off. Exactly. So yeah. That was good. Um, moving on, um, the Niners beat whew, beat them down. Beat down the Panthers, fifty-one thirteen. They are undefeated. 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 Um, so of course we're seeing you know questions about are they are they the best team in the NFL? Are they better? Look than, like it right now. Better, even better than the Patriots, who are also yes. undefeated. Oh. They look good. That's all I'm gonna say. I hate it, but they look good. Okay, um, I'm not gonna. I don't think I'm ready to say that just because I think Jimmy Garoppolo has just been, you know, average. Eric, I think he's only been average. He hasn't played that great. I think he's been average. But I think when you have a really good defense, you're allowed. Your quarterback is allowed to be average. Okay, okay. I'll let you have that one. But right now. And you know me. If it looks good, it looks good. And it looks good. Yeah. And I also understand that. I'm just saying. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy G ain't been, you know, a world beater out there. But I'll, I will say this is probably like his first season that he's actually played in games. So, in in how many years? So, there's still room. He's probably just now getting into a groove. and I, Well, consistency. Yeah. Yeah. And there's always room for improvement. But um, right now, they they – they the team. That's all I can say. I'm not ready to say that. Okay. <laughs> all righty then. They're the team in the West. Yes, the team in the NFC. Mm-hmm. The best team in the NFC, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Who we got next? Oh, speaking of the best team in the NFL, Patriots beat down on the Browns. Yeah. Um, 27-13. Okay. Um, is That's... it too late for the Browns to turn it around? Uh Without having their schedule in front of me. Um, I don't think their schedule gets any easier going forward. Oh, well, then, no. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Um, do not think this their is, schedule gets easier going what forward. What this is just, let's just call it, the building season. Meshing. Nah, man, this ain't the build. This is supposed to be the season when they break out. That's what they... And they take the lead by storm. That's the hype that was built up around them. Uh, and Baker Mayfield come out here and just trailblazer. I like him. Just leave him alone. He's he the, the team playing, has got to jail. He's been playing like poop. <sighs> he has. He has. Odell had made a mark. Uh, because they're not throwing him the ball. He's the less targeted. You know, one of the lesser targeted receivers in the league. And you can't do that when you have you got Odell. You got throwing the ball. Okay. So I'm looking at looking at their schedule. They have the Broncos this Sunday. Mm, they might win that one. They might. Um, actually, their schedule does ease up a little bit. They got the Broncos, 
then the Bills, the oh, Steelers, yeah. then mm. the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Oh, they might break even. Yeah. They might become a 500 team. Okay. Yeah, but, I mean, they'll have to beat the Broncos, the Browns, and the Dolphins. Okay, I think that's possible. And, the, <laughs> and they'll have to beat the Bengals down the line. I think that's possible. They played the Bengals twice, so they have two chances to beat, you know, two chances there to get get W's. Um, I don't know. We'll see. We're going to have to get it together. Mm. And then the best game of the week was the Packers and the Chiefs. Yeah. So that was a Packers, good game. Packers beat the Chiefs 31-24. Um, 30, Aaron Rodgers is just ridiculous. Okay. That's all ridiculous. you can Ridiculous. Right. You know, flipping a ball up to the back of the end zone while he's falling to the ground. That was just... <laughs> whether he did that on purpose or on accident, that was amazing. That's all I can say about that. That's all we can say. It was a good game. I yeah. enjoyed it. And I and I don't know if you remember, but all the questions at the beginning of the season, how um, if Aaron Rodgers and, um, oh, is it Matt LaFleur, the head coach for the Packers? Mm-hmm. I want to say if they were going to, you know, if they were going to mesh, if there were going to be any issues, if they were going to have trouble, you know, seeing eye to eye and, the Packers are in stride at, at this point. Exactly, position. exactly. I think, what's his face? LaFleur is just letting them play. Yeah. That's Why mess with something that's working? Right. So the Packers have been very, very exciting this year. And then, you know, granted, the Chiefs were, you know, down a man with Mahomes being out. But, of course, they are... I want to say they are both, you know, top they, of the AFC. Exactly. The the Chiefs ain't nobody to sneeze at. No, 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 no. So, and then, I mean, it's only a one-score, a one-score game. Mm-hmm. So, so, I think that's encouraging for the Chiefs that your all-star quarterback didn't play and you're playing, you know, against one of the better teams in the league. And, and you held, and you held, right. held Jones. You held Jones. So I I don't feel bad. I mean, it was just a good game. I enjoyed the game. It was just a good game. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so now we're gonna switch gears. Um, talk about the NBA. Last week was opening week. Yes. Um, do you have any kind of thoughts you would want to share about opening week? Well, uh, what I tell you. Okay. What okay. I tell you. Okay. You did. You okay. said it. What I say? You said say that loud. You said the Clippers would, would beat the Lakers. Okay, there you go. That's okay because there's three more. They have three more tries. Okay. And they're still working out the Kings, obviously. Yes. But I, you know, that was a good. I, I can't put my finger on it. I couldn't put my finger on it. And I don't know what it is, but. The Clippers were just flowing, and the yeah. Lakers weren't. Yeah. So I even I without Paul George, so I can only imagine what it's gonna be like when Paul George is playing. I agree, but I also do. I also do think that the Lakers. There's gonna be so much change within the Lakers because so far through what three games. It's been pretty clear that LeBron is deferring to Anthony Davis. Yes, which I, that which was I clear. Think, that which was I think clear. he should do. 
But like at some point, everybody's gonna figure out. You, they're gonna figure. They're gonna figure out. LeBron's gonna figure out. You know, while yes, I'm deferring to Anthony Davis, but here's my points where I where I'm gonna go out, go you know, go full out, a hundred percent, and and where I'm gonna be the most effective. And he's gonna figure that out pretty, pretty quickly. Well, I think the rest of the team needs to step up too. Who were the other starters? Um, kind of think who started that night. I want to say Avery Bradley, um, Javale McGee. And I want to say Danny Green started. Danny, oh, well, that game, Danny Green oh, showed up and scored 30. So. Yeah, he did. He did. He did. He did. So they just got to work it out where they're just flowing but yeah. amongst themselves. Now. So they did. The Lakers did lose on opening night, but they, they the next two games, they beat um, the Hornets. The, the last game, they beat the Hornets. And then before that, um, the Jazz and LeBron, I want to say LeBron had triple double in the game against the Jazz and got close to the triple double. Well, I think the Jazz game was the better game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, their last game out against the Hornets, Dwight Howard, you know, had a really good showing, twenty three mm-hmm. and ten, four blocks. So, I think that, and, I think they're figuring and, it and out. he was more of a team player. I will give that to Dwight. Yes. Yeah. It's definitely his second time around in LA. So far, it's going a lot better mm-hmm. than the first time. Um, also, in opening week, we had Kyrie in his Nets debut drop fifty points. <laughs> Although they did lose in overtime to the Timberwolves, but they almost won had he not slipped. <laughs> he cannot do it all by himself, man. Had he not slipped, I think he would have had a better chance of making that shot. Okay. Um, well, that's the game I missed, and obviously I shouldn't have missed that game because apparently Kyrie showed that. Yeah, it was a doozy. But I mean, Kyrie has been playing extremely well. Um, well, he always so does. Far. He always does. So. Yeah. Um. Let's see what else happened. The Bucks um squeaked by the Rockets, one seventeen to one eleven. Um. In good game. Week. Very good game. Good game. Um, let me not fail to mention that Giannis fouled out with a blood about yes, he four and did. a half, five minutes left to go. Yes, in the he did, quarter. which I thought they would ticket tack foul calls, but that's just me. Yeah, I yeah. I uh-huh. thought so as well. But for mm-hmm. the, the, the Bucks to be able to hold on to that lead um without Giannis being out there for, you know, almost half a quarter, I thought that was really telling about who the Bucks are exactly. as a team. I did see, I think, um, Harden and, damn, I forgot his name, the boy, my the man, boy. yeah, my Russell. boy, yes, <laughs> Russell, I think by the end of the season, they're going to be playing, that's going to be, yeah. the Rockets going to be a team to reckon with, man, yeah. I just have to go on and admit that, I hate so, it, but. James Harden definitely had a rough, a rough night on their on their opening night. I think he was like two of two of thirteen, two of eighteen. But I mean, he still scored double digits, mm-hmm. getting to the free throw line. He had a nice assist to Russell, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think Russell, I think Russell is fitting in well. I think James Harden needs to pick up his shooting. Um, the one thing Russell's that, gonna play now. One thing I yeah. didn't realize. He's gonna play no matter where he's at. Now, yeah. obviously, he hasn't changed. He proved game. exactly. So that just 
I was impressed with that that night. And I think that, and I think that works because now the the Rockets have so many more chances to score and fast break points because Russell, <laughs> Russell's going to get the rebound and he's take off. Out, and he's taking off, take which, off. Create, which creates, you know, and and that's what I saw mostly during 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 that Bucks Rockets mm-hmm. game was. Russ being able to, to create shots within, mm-hmm. you know, five, six seconds into the shot clock because he's mm-hmm. playing at such a, a, a high pace. Oh, I just love him. He just, I just love him. I just like to watch him play because he just takes off. Yeah. So I think, I think Russ will be just. He'll be okay. He'll be just fine. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's talk about the team that's not just fine. The Warriors. <laughs> the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> Where the warrior fans at? <sighs> Where they at? The poor, the poor, the poor warriors. Um, Where so they at? The opening night in their brand new, really expensive arena. Um, they got dubbed by the Clippers, one twenty, one twenty two to one forty. By the who? The Clippers. Okay. Yeah, that that was a rough night. I I watched that. Um. It, uh, a few, quite, quite a few minutes went by before they scored a bucket, and thank God for D'Angelo Russell going on a 10-0 run by himself, or else it would have got ugly <laughs> in the first quarter. Um. So, but then I, it got worse. I have no comment other than where worse. are them Warrior fans now? They, they're at their really nice arena. Okay. Um. But then it got worse for the Warriors because then two days later, a day later, they went out and got beat by 30. Mm-hmm. By the Oklahoma City Thunder. Mm-hmm. Where they at now? Where the, where the Warrior fans now? Um, so, of course, you know, Draymond after that game just kind of came out and laid it out. We suck right now. <laughs> Hopefully we'll get better. But he did not tell a lot. What else was he going to say if you're not an honest person? If you're an honest person, it is what it is. Yeah. They got to figure some things out. Yeah. So they were able to get their first win. Um, of course, against, against the Pelicans. Oh. Um, so, okay. but they played. They played well. Caught bits and pieces of that of that game. Oh, they okay. did play well. They played a lot better. Um, they had to hustle. You know, yeah, it's not even that. It's like they don't defend very well. Their best defender. I've, I've always said that. They're, Y'all they're, don't listen to me. No, no, no. See, in the past, they you, did defend you really live well. Live and die by the three point. That's all I'm going to say. But their best defenders. Um, you have Clay, who's hurt. What? You have. No. Um, Clay Thompson is one of their better is one of their best defenders. Draymond okay. Green is their best defender and Clay is their second best. Okay. So you have your best defender on the team is an undersized post. So him protecting the rim is gonna be difficult. And then everybody else, I mean Steph Curry's not known for his defense. Uh-uh. D'Angelo Russell's not known for his uh-uh. defense. Um the other people on the roster whose names I don't know. Aren't known for their defense. They're not defending right now. They did. They don't have a. They never have had a defense. But go on. I disagree. They've had a defense okay. with Andre Iguodala being there. Kevin Durant is a pretty good defender when he wants to be. 
just because of his the size and the fact that he, you know, seven foot and then can and can move the way he does. Um, you know, when before Kevin. When uh, Kevon Looney, who's out right now, I think for injury, he, you know, he's a good rim protector, but he's still like, I mean, we're all not that high on Kevon Looney. Okay. So, I mean, they're gonna have they're gonna have to learn how to defend. I've been saying group, that for years. With this new group, I've been saying this for the past couple of years. Go on. So, um, you know, and I, I'll share this with that. I thought it was pretty funny. Um. After they finally did get a win, and Steph Curry is talking to you know media availability after the game, and does the whole well, it's easy to to talk about a team and label a team when they're down and they're losing. It's easy to do that to fill up a twenty four hour media cycle. Really, sir, you guys were awful. Really, what else are we going to talk about? Okay, right. Uh, that's what I'm. Mm-mm. <laughs> I know comment. He wrong. That is so wrong. Now, if they was winning, you'd be all over the TV. Exactly. We would have been talking about them regardless. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, and then, lastly, I think it's probably like most eye-opening. So, the Clippers did come out with a strong win against the Lakers. They beat up on the Warriors. But then they turned around and lost to the Phoenix Suns. Okay, that's the game I missed. <laughs> Um, it wasn't that bad. No, it was a close game, but I mean, they ain't got no business losing to the Phoenix, huh? Well, you're right about that. <laughs> okay. So uh, maybe they ran out of steam by that guy. Maybe. Maybe, maybe, maybe. But we'll see you tonight. Um, have you have you been following your 76ers? I just realized we only talked about one game in the Eastern Conference. <laughs> we Actually, we spend some time talking about the Eastern Conference. I missed, I did miss a game. Uh, I, I, I missed a game. I had some problem downloading some stuff, but I did miss a game. So, yeah. The, uh, I want to say the 76ers are off to, they're off to a pretty promising start. Um, okay. They beat the Hawks last night. Looks like last Wait, night. That was in good. A close, in a close game. That was easy. Um, They did beat the Celtics. Oh, yeah. Opening week. They beat the Celtics um, in a a good game. And that was a good game. That's what I remember. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was. That's the game I missed. Remember, I said I wanted to see both of them because I think the Sixers and the Celtics are teams to work work out for. 76ers are 3 0. And they are playing tonight against the Timberwolves. So that should be a good game. The Timberwolves are also off to a really good start, which mm-hmm. is, you know, surprising. Um, and I see your boy is getting ready to play, Butler. Yeah. Um, hopefully he's out there. He's hasn't played yet. Um, he's been out due to he had last, a baby. last I heard personal reasons. Oh, he had a baby. Oh, I didn't know that. Congratulations, mm-hmm. Jimmy. That's awesome. Um, oh, and they're playing. Oh, they're playing the Heat. Oh, I will be. I mean, they'll be playing the Hawks. Um, speaking of the Hawks, the Hawks are off to a great start. That's good too. Two, two and one. Mm-hmm. Trey Young is getting buckets. That's all right. 
averaging like 35 right now through three games, 35 points a game. So I'll take it. I can't wait to go to some Hawks games this year. All right. Well, let me know. I need to just plan my road trips to Memphis and Atlanta. Yeah, Trey Young is averaging 34 points a game right now after three games. Very encouraging. I like watching the Hawks. They have a, a really young core. They have a young core, but they're they're good. Trey Young and John Collins, they're a really good duo. And I, I like what I'm seeing from from the Hawks. Let me hurry and plan my road trip. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we're done talking about the NBA for now. Mm-hmm. We'll switch um switch gears again. Um it just came out today that the NCAA has voted. Um, looks like it was a unanimous vote to allow college athletes to now profit from their names, images, and likeness. Repeat that. The NCAA voted today to allow college athletes to now profit from their names, images, and likeness. Voted, so we don't know what the vote was. No, they was. did. They, they it was a unanimous vote, so they're going. They passed oh, oh, it. They're going to okay. allow. Yeah. So college players are now going to be able to have some income coming in outside, you know, for all the work that they do. And, of course, none of this money is coming from the university. None of this money is coming from the NCAA. This is purely based on the fact that they can say, hey, I'm a member of such and such team, and they can make money off of of that fact, Um, which is, I think, that's a great step. Um, It's... It's a great step in the right direction, although um, at the end of the day, that doesn't, for for me, it doesn't um, fix the fact that the NCAA and these universities make millions and millions of dollars off of these athletes every year. Right. And get to keep all those millions and millions of dollars. Right. But this is a, a, a step in the in the right direction. Uh, so, of course, we'll, you know, there'll be more news about this going forward. You know, the NCAA is all about we want to distinguish ourselves from professional sports from professional sports. So they're gonna have they're claiming they have to now, you know, figure out a way to implement this new rule while still being able to distinguish themselves from professional sports. Which I, I think we get it. I think we understand. There's you're you know, you are here on a scholarship and that's what makes it different from from professional sports you're in school you're a college student I don't think there needs to be much more diving in, diving into it more than that but that is exciting um, that college athletes will now be able to make something make some money well we'll see how far it gets and I hope it doesn't get ugly but at I least mean, the kids are get a little something they ain't got to suffer while right. the school is making money off of them yeah um, it probably will get ugly, of course, with them, you know, with the news breaking today. I think I saw something earlier, a senator, I can't remember his name, so, but it doesn't matter. Basically, a senator saying that now that these athletes can get paid, that we need to treat their scholarships as income and how he's supporting, oh. le- supporting legislation so they could, so they, all this can be taxed and you can tax their scholarships. This is going to get ugly. You're going to have a lot of people who, 
unfortunately, there's, I mean, there's been studies done about this. So that unfortunately see college athletes getting paid and they don't see like the whole, they don't see the whole picture. They just see the black athletes are getting, are now getting paid. Mm. So there's this all be a whole bunch of people come up, coming up with all kinds of excuses to figure out some way. So, I mean, it, it's, it'll go over smoothly with the NCAA, hopefully since it was a unanimous vote to allow this to happen, but there's definitely going to be quite a, quite a reaction from the public. All right, I just hope it didn't get ugly. Yeah. So, exciting day for the NCAA. Definitely um, exciting day for all these future future college players, especially the future college players who don't go into professional sports, who run their bodies into the ground for these universities. They can now profit off of their time as students. Exactly. And I think that's the most the most important part here um, is that, you know, and, and I think this takes a step in like um, being the same, I don't want to say the same, but being the equal opportunities that are available for, for uh, college students who aren't athletes. Cause if you're a college student who is an athlete, you can go out and get a job. You can make however much money you want to make. You know, but like, you really can't. If you're, a student, if, you're, if you're just a regular, you know, regular student, you can go out and be in somebody's, in, in somebody's marketing department. You can go out and be in somebody's advertisement and make, and make a million dollars and nobody's going to bat an eye. So this kind of, I would say this kind of levels the playing field as far as like earning potential for everybody. Cause I mean, before, before now, I remember when I was in school and I was playing, like the NCAA had to know that if, if you went out and got a job, so they okay. could so they could monitor to make sure that you weren't, you know, just being paid an exorbitant amount of money just because you're on, you know, such and such basketball team. Like they actually wanted to know that you're actually putting in hours doing work. Whereas like nobody's doing that for any other college student. Like every other college student has the you know has the opportunity to have the time and go out and make money except the student athletes. Right, right. So it kind of levels the playing field that way. And plus, we we just know how a lot of people, if it, you know, myself included, if it wasn't for an athletic scholarship, they wouldn't they wouldn't know how it was that they would pay pay tuition, pay you know, be able to afford tuition to go to school in the first place. That's true. So well, you're not saying anything that I, you know that I disagree with. It's just the schools are making money off these young people. Yeah. young athletes so. yeah no, I just don't understand why so many people are just expecting student at night. and I think this is what really bothers me about it is that when, when it comes to the whole you know getting paid and just treatment of student athletes where we you know somebody getting chewed out on TV so many fans and spectators expect college athletes to put up with stuff that they would not put up with at their job Mm-hmm. Ain't no way you go into your job clocking, you know, forty hours plus a week, and then they tell you, actually, you know, you don't get a paycheck. Nobody, nobody's doing that. Why would we expect college athletes to do that? You know, when you go to work and if you mess something up, you're not gonna sit there and take it from your boss if they come in and chew you out, yell at you, put their finger in your face. But we're supposed to expect college athletes to put up with that. 
Well, you're right. You're right. But it's sort of a job. It's a yeah, job. It is a job. You're spending 40 plus hours a week dedicated to whatever sport it is that you're playing. But let me let me get off my soapbox. Okay. <laughs> you okay. You know, that's how I feel. I've always said. Let me said. get off my soapbox. Woo! So, yeah, that's it for this week. That's all I got. And I, that's all I have. I'm just going to wait, try to stay up and watch the Lakers and the Grizzlies. I may need to go get some coffee or something. I don't know. I don't know. I have to figure this out. <laughs> but, yeah. um, Well, that's it for this week, guys. Um, As always, thanks for thanks for listening. Um, let's see here. You can find us on Twitter at SidelineWTCooks. You can find it. You can follow our Facebook page, Sideline with the Cooks Podcast. Um, check us out. You can listen to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor. Um, Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Oh, okay. So that's all. The, okay. I have to I don't know what those you sites. <laughs> yep, so far. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it'll it'll grow. We'll we'll get hopefully we can get onto some more platforms going mm-hmm. forward. But that's where we're at right now. Spotify, um, Google Podcasts, uh, Anchor, and Breaker. And Breaker we Radio, do appreciate like everyone listening to us. Yeah, we appreciate all of you guys. Um, listen, leave us feedback, share with your friends, join in on the conversation. Um, Well, that's it. And we'll talk to you guys next week. All right. Everybody have a good night. Bye. And good sports week. Good sports week, yeah. (laughs) Bye.